Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. The back of it looks like when you stretch your balls too tight. That's what the back of that head looks like. <laughs> All the veins. Look at that. See? You pull it tight with the, the ribs. Is it just me? I think me? you need to see a doctor. Yeah, that's just you, buddy. Maybe that it's is... the front. Maybe it's more the front. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of skin that hangs up. It's awful. What is going happen? It's Nolan North. It's Retro Replay. We are in the basement, and I am officially 50. Cheers. This is coffee, because I've had uh, been a pretty busy 96 hours. Hmm. Hmm. That's four days, right? Isn't four? Is it 96? That's that's math. That that's that's above. That's math. Me. Okay. So here's the deal. I had family come in, and. Uh, a bit off a little more than I could chew, trying to keep up with the younger folk. And um, I drank everything. I drank all the liquids. And I paid for it. Ugh. Walked in today and I just said, hey, Paul. He's like, are you sick? I'm like, no. My throat has, my throat's literally gone Gary Busey. <laughs> right? I just, what that is, is it takes off layers of flesh inside your trachea <laughs> as you drink. I, it has just been, woo, here, sip. To all the replayers, cheers. Uh. Is, that, uh, is that how Busey like, gets into character? You think he just drinks for 96 hours straight? He doesn't get into character. He <laughs> is that character. <clears throat> oh, man. I, uh, yeah. Hair of the dog. Uh, let's get right to it. <laughs> Topics and tangents. Uh, Drew picked up some really good ones that... that I'm excited about this week. Green dogs, green puppies. Yeah. This is so interesting to me. So a puppy in Italy, it was born with green pigment in his fur and, and they call him pistachio, uh, which is uh, the greenest of all the nuts. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke there, but I'm letting it go. Did you know about this? So the pigmentation occurs when pale puppies come in c contact with Billaverdin in their mother's womb. I mean, we've all been there. Uh, <laughs> makes same. It's the same kind of thing. Pigment in that makes in your bodies that makes bruises appear green. But I saw the picture. Show up the put the picture up. It's a pale green. Yeah, it's like eh, it's a hue. It's not a. It's not a right. It's like a bad hair dye day. Like or like if yeah. you had if you dyed your hair green and then like four weeks later, it's kind of like there's a there's there's a, a thing called Beverly Hills Red, and it's the the old women in Beverly Hills that go get their hair done and they have this color. They call it Beverly Hills red. And it, it's like not in the spectrum of colors. <laughs> and yet they walk around there, you know, with their 24 year old boy toys. Curtis, get the car. He's like, I'm doing this for money. <laughs> He's doing it for money. Cause that's gotta be just like, that, would, that reminds me of like what 
you know, sex with like prosciutto and deli meats. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 I didn't know it happened in Italy. Uh, uh, it happened in Asheville, North Carolina. They named the dog the Hulk. I, I dig that. Yeah. Um, that's great. So that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Green dogs. You, you, you clearly, that person clearly, like when it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, that dog's the. That dog's a shit, right? Yeah. yeah it's get a, it. So get it like a, a little bit of Guinness. Ooh, can't talk alcohol. <laughs> oh. Uh, speaking of, of um, Ireland, um, Irish court, were we speaking of Ireland? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> wow! I have no idea where I am. Uh, Nanny, is that you? Okay. Um, <laughs> Irish court rules Subway bread, Subway the chain of, of, of sandwiches, yeah. sandwiches, uh, is not bread. Uh, apparently bread... Um, a six-inch Subway contains five grams of sugar in the bread. And in order to, quote, qualify as bread, there are strict provisions. Amount of sugar in bread shall not exceed 2% of the weight of the flour included in the dough. Therefore, Subway's bread contains five times as much sugar, 10% of the weight of the flour. Um, this could be the reason that we have, like, you know, like it's not even real food. We don't yeah. even feed our, our, our citizens real food anymore. Everybody on the organic craze. My dad gets so pissed at like organic, organic. Hey, we didn't have organic. I'm like, when I was a kid, even when you were a kid, there was no such thing as organic. I'm like, you yeah, know, everything was organic. Yeah. Now it's not. Right. Organic's just another fancy word for going, it's real. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah. Americans are just like, I want my tomatoes the size of pumpkins. And we can make them. We can just pump them full of enough hormones and testosterone. Yeah. I had a tomato punch me in the face. Did you? Trying to make sauce. Wow. Little, it was like one of those little, little Italian ones. Like, hey, come on, again. <laughs> Give me a little shot. Oh, what a, that tomato saw Rocky the night before. And he, exactly. He got a little confidence. Yeah. But then I put it I put it next to some peppers that look like Burgess Meredith. It's like, hey, 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 you got to fight him, Rock. Hit him low in the, in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <but laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Didn't you promote Subway? Get your coat on 30-ounce drinks today. Subway, where winners eat. Now. <laughs> I did. Did you, li did you do the lines? Yeah. yeah. No, I had to say it. I yeah. mean, then they, they, Naughty Dog did, you know, took literally some of the stuff we did. Yeah. Um. I think I've told that story. Like when the first Uncharted, they flew me to New York to do mocap jumping. And I thought, and I was jumping off platforms and I'm like, where's the stunt guy? And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And I had to run down this little ramp going, I'm going to hurt myself. And I, I did, I actually twisted my ankle, but I had to keep going. But um, I was jumping like off like 12 feet into mats. And they were just like, like I'm a gymnast and I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like if I had to do that now, I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm officially old enough to go. No. I'm not even embarrassed. <laughs> Were you too old? Yes. Yeah. I'm too old for this. Um, I'm not too old to cash the check, but I am too old <laughs> to crack an ankle. I mean, and that's the thing. You, you know what? That might, be, that might be the rant now. Yeah. People were like, oh, I had a guy at Port Charles, my first ever job. He was 80, 81 years old. He was a grip, electric grip. We called him Batman because at lunch we would open the studio doors and there's ladders on the side of the studios that are bolted to the walls. He would scurry up that thing, and I stress he scurried, and he'd flip himself upside down, hang upside down, and he'd do stretches and some ab things. And we're like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you kids don't know. You're young now, but never lose your flexibility. That's where the key is. You eat healthy, your flexibility, you know. 
He's right. And I'm telling you now, uh, that's my thing on my brain. I just decided I have a new workout routine, stretching routine. Uh, I, my, and the first day of the stretching routine, torqued my back. Torqued my back. I mean, like on an ice pack, have to go to the doctor, can't stand up quite straight. Got stuck on the toilet, you know. Didn't even, wouldn't, wasn't even doing a number two, just too lazy to stand up. <laughs> and I went to stand up, I was like, eh. And it was awful. So there's the rant. Kids, stretch. Stretch. If you're young, stretch. If you're old, stretch. We gotta get our flexibility back. Everybody says go do yoga, but yoga can be revealing. Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Hot yoga, I actually did that once and I had to leave. You know what, this uh, obviously it happened uh, on Halloween, my birthday, uh, but I did want to touch on this a little bit. Sean Connery, Sir Thomas Sean Connery, passed away uh, age of, uh, I think he was 90. Oh, that's, oh, wow. So um, I'm actually friends with his son, Jason, and um, so condolences to the family. Uh, he was uh, my all-time favorite Bond. I mean, he's the Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, I mean, the man who would be king. Mr. Bond. James Bond. From Russia with Love was his famous uh, favorite Bond film. It's a good one. Um, yeah, he was a he was a king. Uh, one of my favorite stories is Tom Kane, who some of you may know uh, as Takeo in the Call of Duty Zombies. He's also the announcer for the Academy Awards, and he did does a lot of those uh, type of you know like you know please welcome you know. Charlie Sheen and Miakam Bialik. Well, I don't know who, Miakam Bialik, whatever. The, I'm just making up names now. Uh, no, he does announcing like that. He did the AFI salute to Sean Connery years ago, and he actually had done some dubbing for Sean Connery. And he tells a great story. We should have him on sometime to tell this. I might be ruining it, but he walked up to the bar, and Sean Connery was there. And he said, you're the announcer. You're doing a very nice job. And he goes, thank you. And, and he said, and stupidly, I just went, you know, I actually have uh, did uh, some dubbing for you. And he goes, oh, seems everyone has an impression, which I'm doing now terribly. He goes, all right, let's hear it. And in front of a bunch of people, Tom Kane had to go and do an impression of him to his face. And apparently he just looked at me and he goes, it's not bad, but I've heard better. And he like, walked away, and, he, and, and ta I, I said, what did you do? He goes, I was just happy he didn't hit me. Because <laughs> um, he had that, do you know he was also, um, holds a, uh, he was the um, Mr. Universe? Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. He was wow. like a power lifter. You know, back before Arnold turned it into something like, that looks almost deformed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he was, a, he was an unbelievable, uh, what a character. So uh, cheers to uh, Sean Connery. God bless him, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, thank you for... All, all that you did. And our guest today, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Let's go to him now. Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alan Tudyk. Yay. Hey! What's up, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen. Not much. I'm you here. are You are clearly uh, being held against your will in a room of nothing but gray, silvery yeah. gray. At Vancouver? So, yeah, I don't... This is Van. This is exact. It's amazing. You can tell that this is Vancouver. This look like this is a, a Vancouver. Those are Vancouver uh, curtains. Yes, I, I know. I know. The drapes here. Drapes. I think they're drapes. Yes. I don't. I, I don't know. They came with the place. I like it. They were here when we got here. We love this place, man. You know, uh, Carissa, my wife, is Canadian, and we were shooting 
Uh, I was shooting Resident Alien up here. Would live in a place like this, unless they have something to hide. And then we had to pause because of a worldwide pandemic. And uh, we stayed and didn't go back to the States and fell in love with this place and bought a place. So now we live here. You live there. That's unbelievable. Uh, we live here. We live here. We still, you know, we got a place in L.A., but uh, what's in L.A.? Not much these days. Just just me. Just oh, me. Oh, well, there. That's, and they're, they're and you're not even in L.A. And they're desperately trying to get me out. I mean, they really are. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's got to go. There's billboards now. I'll, I'll take a picture later. Uh, Resident Alien, so season one in the can, right? Have you shot any of season two? When is it all? What's, what's the latest? Well, so this, man, 10 episodes we shot for sci-fi. Uh, the one S-Y-F-Y. Mm -hmm. You remember that one? Yes. Um, uh, it took us two years to shoot 10 episodes. Can you believe that? That's, well, oh, that's, my God. That's, a, that's, that's just you're being you're being efficient. Oh boy! So we shot the first, we shot the pilot, and then uh, they took a while to figure out when they they were like, we love it, we're gonna make it, and then they're like, we're gonna make it on this day. Wait a second, hope let's move it to this day. Whatever, this day, this day, this day. So they kept kicking it down the road, and then we finally started it. So we started late to make the other nine, and then COVID happened, so we paused for a good six, seven months or something, and then finished just finished just finished and it'll come out january maybe around the 14th on sci-fi uh okay yeah so january so we'll be looking for that but do you have like uh any plans for season two have you started shooting or anything like that can you talk about that i mean season one we got i think they need to see what season one does you know see see if people like it i it's it's very i've only seen the pilot and for so long, I've seen the pilot. For two years, I've watched this pilot. And it's also very good. And the way that we shot it, I kind of don't remember a whole lot. It's very funny. I play an alien. Uh, I'm, but I look like me most of the time. But in reflections, you see me as the, as the alien. And uh, there's a little boy who can see me as the alien. And so whenever this little boy who's nine, whenever he's in a scene with me, then I'm in this alien mask. And, uh, uh, I'm just trying. It's like a fish out of water, but I'm not a fish. I'm an alien, and I'm yeah, I'm definitely fish not alien. water. Can you can you yeah. can you can you share a little bit of what he looks like? Is that oh yeah? Well, yes. <clears throat> well, first you can see seven minutes of it. Okay, where seven minutes in heaven, baby? Uh, IGN. If you put Resident Alien, seven minutes. Guys, here's the link. Check it out. Seven minutes with Alan Tudyk. There, there it is. So you can watch. You can get a sense of of the tone of the show and and sort of the uh, the character. And this is this is an actual. So it's it has uh, you know some CGI stuff and uh, vis effects, but there is also practical practical mask that uh. I wear. This is they when they take it off, they ruin it. it. They they put a new one on every time, and then they paint it every time from here down. So this is sort of this. I'm. Uh, one day I hope to auction these off for like charity. Yeah, and depending on and how then, well it goes, that could be very, very valuable. Yes, or just a piece of junk that I should have left in the trash. But I think Possibly. it's a good. Sh I really like the show. I, I, I'm not. I'm not like naturally an enthusiastic guy about the stuff I do. I'm one of those actresses like ah, I should have done a thing yeah. different, and I wish I had done a thing this, that, and the other. But I really like how it turned out.
So. How do you how do you deal with that? Because I'm I'm the same way. Like when I do, because right. you know a lot of people know that you do a lot of animation. You and I share a lot in common where we've done a lot of motion capture and different mediums, of course. But it's like sometimes I I can't wait to watch a, a, an animated movie or a show that I did because people don't realize that we record the the, the audio first, then they animate to it, then we get to see it f first time like they do usually. And mm -hmm. when I watch myself on camera, I'm like ah. They use that take. Shit. Oh, I, I would have done that differently. Like, did my yeah. voice sound a little high on that take? Like, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you, like, are I you think, one of those yeah, people who shies away to, from it? I don't watch stuff I've done, uh, usually. I will watch it when it comes out, uh, and then I won't watch it again. But are you more excited years. to see animation that you've done? And oh. it, it, rather than uh, you're on camera, because I am. I kind of go, not just to hear my voice, but to see how they put it all together. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. There's, you, there's Sometimes there's that step that happens after you've voiced, after they've animated, and, and the animators have come up with a little something, or they realize, oh, we need some something else in here, and you get a chance to see it. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I don't know. I watched, I got to see a scene from Resident Alien, that uh, is so that's a on camera scene and i got to see a scene because they had to there was an improv i improv uh it was a joke take um and i just went off and i don't usually do i usually don't usually do that but i just went on and yes, on and do. on and on and on about a joke i just kept doing punchlines basically you know you just another punchline another punchline another punchline another punchline and uh the creator chris sheridan said i think we might use that whole thing and i said don't you dare don't do that, man. This is, let's have some restraint for Christ's sakes. Let's just, don't use any of that. That was just for us. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. So then the editors got a hold of it and they're like, use the whole thing. And he's such a cool guy. He sent me the scene and said, look, I put the whole thing in. You watch it. You tell me if you don't want it in there and I'll take it out. And Isn't that nice? Very cool. We're leaving it in. And leaving it in? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Well, I remember when we, we that funny. my favorite one of my favorite days as an actor was on Con Man with you when we did Jerry Lansing's mocap studio, and like yeah. I, I just recently watched that with some my uh, new reps and I and and they loved it and they were like, what happened to that show? That was great. And I was like, he's too busy. He's off doing a, a bunch of other stuff. And um, yeah. uh, and, and but that day where we just were, I mean, obviously you wrote a bunch of the that was so great, but. I, it was just yeah, so you took much it, fun. You took it and went. Yeah, it, that character was you. You lived that character. No, but that, that day. You know, con man. That day with the, you know, remember she had the hand. He's, I, my favorite right. part of that, when she she kind of, and he's like, it's like, what is she doing? She's a silly elephant. It's like, why? It's like, doesn't say she's not a silly elephant. And you're like, <laughs> and I remember he just looked at me. He's like, okay. It's like, it like and rather than go like make a face, he just went, it was almost like he was, Alan looked, he was like, oh, that makes sense, okay. And, and it just kept going. And it was just, every take was a little bit different. It was so great. What is she doing? She's a silly elephant. But, okay. It was one of my favorite days we've ever done. Um, yeah, that was, that was good. It came out, I, I, you know, I was thinking about comment. You know, we came out, the first season came out on Vimeo. Like what? Things don't yeah. come out on Vimeo. That's the, and it, I, I'm, I was surprised that I was surprised a lot of people haven't seen it. Like, why was I thinking people would, there's so much stuff on yeah. Vimeo. 
And, and then uh, our second season came out on uh, a <laughs> a service that was right when a lot of services were coming out that was gone in a year. So think about like all the yeah. like Quibi. Like there was like big stars and stuff on Quibi. I will never know what was on that thing. No. I you know it's it's that's just there's too much out there. There's it's gone. I didn't like Quibi. I didn't like the name. It sounded like a, a like a, an STD, like a cute one. You know that you know it's like you'd get like a, you'd get like a, a like a, a herpy kind of Quibi, but it would be kind of like oh. where Cindy Crawford's mole is, so it'd be kind of sexy. But you got Quibi. <laughs> yeah. Hands uh. off. Uh, but it's kind of sexy. It's kind of so. sexy. Kind of like a, a really hot, like a really hot woman who has a slightly lazy eye. I dig that. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but like Heidi Klum is like slightly like that, and I find it, I find it sexy. Wow. Just me. Plus, she's, she's. <laughs> I've never, I've never thought she had a lazy eye. Is that really? I thought so. I mean, I get she? that that works <laughs> no. to your advantage if they have a little bit of a. I need they to, really don't can't it see always, you clearly. And it they're always, like, I'm in. It, I was kind of like Jerry Lewis. There's only like certain people. Like the French find him to be a genius, and uh, I think he's funny, but you know, genius. But you know, what I found out about that Jerry Lewis, Drew. By the way, little side note, they actually were huge. That's not really true. They were a huge. The guy who used to dub his films in France was a massive star, and people loved him. So they associated Jerry Lewis with that guy's voice because he dubbed him in French, and that was why he got all that praise. Like, he's a genius. But, uh, but his lines were... <laughs> but do it in French. French. It's like, bonjour, 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 lady. You know? I'm liking like, it more yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Much better than the German class. version, which just was sounded angry all the time. We're actually redubbing this Lady! interview in French. Yes, exactly. We're yeah. going to redub it all in French. Yeah. I have a question. So at one point when I was talking to you, you were doing Resident Alien. Yes. Weren't you also doing Doom Patrol in Atlanta? Yeah. Weren't you that like crazy? Weren't you flying cross country into yeah. different countries at one point? Yeah. Are you the hardest working was, actor in the business? That was a weird time. That was a very busy time. Yeah. I got two jobs at once, and uh, I, it, they just came out of the blue, which is always a good reminder for all actors and people. And I have to remind myself as I'm in a as I'm in one of those fallow periods, nice. because we finished two weeks ago. My, I'm I'm not working, and uh, then it's just like suddenly there were two auditions, and they auditioned. This is a good one for the agents, like hundreds of people for this role of of Harry the alien in Resident Alien. And they, and then I was the last one they auditioned, and they were like, "We're done. We're. I think we're going to just have to shelve it for another year and come back because we don't know, even know what we want anymore. We've seen too many people. We're, we've lost it." I came in, and they went, "That's the guy." And why was I not in the earlier? You know, anyway. So That's the I business got though, that. Right? I guess so. It worked out definitely. So I got that job, and I had gotten a job to do Doom Patrol like the same time. So I was able to say. If you guys can work it out, I'll do it. <laughs> and they were both interested in working it out, so I got to have two jobs at once. Well, that's a testament to your career, the fact that anybody, I mean, they'd be like, if, if it were me, they'd be like, one or the other, or you get neither. What do you want? It's just like, <laughs> it's like going to a menu. It's like, I'd like uh, an omelet. Like, he got the last omelet. You don't get omelet. Do you have any eggs? Yes, but we're not making an omelet. You want bread? You don't get bread either. Just get out. Just get out. Yeah. 
But clean the sweep the floor first. I don't think it's the best way to work. I don't think that's the best that your your brain is split between two characters. I'm much better off when I'm, I think, focused on one thing. I think because I'm just unhappy. I'm I'm fairly unhappy when I'm stressed and tired and uh, schedules in my head. And I'm terrible at schedules and I'm I just feel like I'm under the gun all the time. I think it's better just to have one thing. Well, now I live in Canada. And I, you know, Resident Alien, hopefully we'll get a season two. And this will just be my one thing now. I'll just do Resident Alien every year for as many years as it runs. And then there'll be the fallow time when I just hang out the with f- my fallow? wife and my dogs. Fallow yeah. time. I like that. Yeah, I think that's the that's the term. Like when a, a field lays fallow, when it's unused, when oh, it's. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's me. I'm a field laid fallow. You are a, you are, <laughs> you are dried wheat. Just grass. Yeah. You just got and to I'm roll you up and turn you into a so. bale. But you look good. You look like you, COVID's been good to you. In, in, in your fallow Thanks. period, you've been running through the fallow fields, apparently. Yes. Staying well, fit. There's Stanley Park, in, in, it's, it's, no, it's one of the biggest reasons why we're here in Vancouver. We lived in, uh, just like you, lived in New York City for a long time mm-hmm. and uh, got really accustomed to that kind of walking city. So Vancouver is a very small version of a, you know, like that kind of city. You can walk around and there's all the things you want in a city. This is kind of sounds like a pitch for Vancouver. I don't necessarily want a bunch of people moving here. So don't take this. I'm just telling you what I like. You might not like it. I, I, uh, I might. You might like it. Well, there's Stanley Park. So take the size of Central Park and add a third. That's, his, that's what Stanley Park is. And unlike really? Central Park, which is Yes, it's bigger. And unlike Stanley, unlike Central Park, which is completely landscaped and everything is planned and there's no place you can be where you can't be seen by the popo, which is a big concern for me. Yeah. Uh, there are huge chunks of this thing that are completely impassable. Man, I found, I, I try to find these other little trails and take the dogs and I, you get stuck and it can kind of be a pain in the ass. Like it, you scratch yourself up just trying to get through this thing. But I found this tent that looked like a serial killer's tent. It had stuff in it. it people hadn't been in it in a while. Why did know, you go into the neat. tent? What do you mean people hadn't been in it? Did you? Well, it didn't look like somebody had been in it for a while. There was a lot of mold and a lot of, a lot of green sort of fungus. I remember, you, know. you know the comedian Dave Attell? Yes. Dave Attell had a great thing. He said, I don't go for jogging because joggers are always the ones that find the body. What a beautiful, <laughs> what a beautiful day. I feel great. Is that a shoe? <laughs> You're the one who found the tent. I feel like I might find a body. Yeah. I, I, lo- I, lo- I found uh, Buddhas. Somebody, there's a part of the park where people have just put a bunch of Buddhas and hidden them all in these trees. There's like 65 of them. I've only found really? a few, but I was then, once I inquired about it, I found out there's 65 Buddhas in there. Some are small, some are big. Well, you got to bring your own. a magical place. You got to bring your own. I, mm, bring your own Buddha. I don't want to jog a big-ass Buddha out there. <laughs> we are moving and shaking when we're out there. Plus, there's coyotes, and the coyotes out here are gorgeous, but they're very well fed, and I'm hoping they stay away from my dogs. They were tracking us one day. <laughs> they, they, really? They almost... They, yeah, I turned around and they were, they were like coming up and I picked up the dogs and got rid of it, got, got out of there. And then uh, we're in another part and turned around and damn if they didn't find us again and we're creeping up again. Like, come do you know on. Something, do you know that, that, so where I live, a lot of coyotes. And I, yes. I, and that's why we have massive dogs, Great Pyrenees, 155 pounds. Uh, and I got three of them. 
and hairballs, monster dogs. Do it's you know the coyotes? I actually, I, they're not dogs. I tell people I don't have pets. I have livestock. Do you know that the vet was telling me about coyotes? He said, you know, they're very, very intelligent. He said the, they know through scent if, how big your dogs are by smelling the poop that's in the yard. They can just go, those are big meat eaters. Let's not go in that, that yard. Over here, okay, we got some tasty chihuahua over here at this address. And literally, wow. and do you know, I was telling my neighbor about that. And he said, hey, um... Let the dogs over, if you don't mind. I want them to poop in my yard. <laughs> and my dogs shit in my neighbor's yard on purpose, out down by the fence, where any kind of, just to protect his little cocker poop. <laughs> and nice. so far, um, yeah. So I'm going to start selling dog feces uh, for pet owners. I could send some because up to you. Because the cockapoo, <laughs> the cockapoo's poo was not working. Exactly. You can put like, um, um, they have granulated cougar pee you can sprinkle in your yard you don't need it for your I neighbor want, i don't want that because then maybe a cougar is coming out and going hey who's peeing and then next thing you know i'm being eaten by a cougar when i go out to pee in the yard because i'm too lazy to go all the way to the the bathroom i do that I, right. we can edit that right good no that's uh. staying in <laughs> as long as you don't stand on the edge of your pool when you do it hey just in the deep end <laughs> You like to is hear it, it hit the, the water. Is, is the shallow end okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. It just makes a different <laughs> sound. So uh, today on the show, I played uh, Astro Boy, the video game. <clears throat> and um, I'm in that movie. Are you in the movie? I'm in the movie. That was one of my first animated film voice acting jobs. I played favor. Several, several roles in there. Look up Astro Boy IMDb. I don't think I was in it. Get this. I was supposed to be in the movie. I did the early mocap for the Astro Boy and the, the animators at Amaji. Because Amaji, who made that movie, did TMNT when I played Raphael. And I'm in this video game, but I didn't remember doing the video game. And then he shows me the list. I'm like, you and I in the first scene of the video game, it's you and I. You were Windex, this little Windex bottle. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was, I was, what was I, ham egg? Ham egg? Ham egg. And I'm doing this, like, almost sound like Richard Kind. Oh, God. And you're talking, and we're talking to Astro Boy, and I went, oh, my gosh. I, I had no idea about these things. Similar to the voice I was using, I think. I, I was a guy who was out there with the Windex. God, look at that little, he's a boy. or he's. A, yeah, and, 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 and I was, I was going, going, Jerry? Lewis, but not in France. But I was more like Richard Kind. Oh, kind of a little dopier, and you had you were more aggressive. I was that person, and it was just it wow. was, and I I didn't even know it. I I t I got here today. We're playing this. I'm like, cool. I said, is Alan in this? And he's like, yeah. So turns out, and you were in the movie playing Richard Kind is the dopier Jerry Lewis. He's <laughs> how dare you? He is a national treasure. He is. He's he wonderful, is. but not in France. But he could be. I don't know. He's very kind. You know, he's George Clooney's roommate for many, many years. Little tidbits inside Hollywood, kids. Enjoy it. That's what I tune in for. That's right. <laughs> that means for he the Hollywood tidbits. All right. I'm um, going to let you go. Thank you for being here. But before you do, uh, one thing I opened the show with today, um, uh, we recently we lost Sean Connery. So we were kind of throwing out some stories about Sean Connery and people and... and, yes. and uh, you have one of my all-time favorite stories. 
when you did spam a lot on Broadway. Please indulge me. So I, well, I was uh, played the knight who says knee, the main knight who says knee. I, you play multiple roles in that play. Uh, when you, so I, one of the roles I played was the knight who says knee. And if you know, and I know you know, the uh, search for the Holy Grail, that the quest for the Holy Grail, Grail that they go to get a shrubbery. And when they bring back, when the king brings back a shrubbery, he says, we no longer are the knights who say me. We are now the knights who say, just this gibberishy stuff. And we were given license, uh, whoever played that role, was given license to throw something in there. And if you had a famous person in the audience, you could do a little hat tip to them. So I did a hat tip to Sean Connery, who was in the audience that night. So it's Spatang Boon. And my, I, I have to say, my Sean Connery is terrible. I think it might have been better back then. But it was the, um, it was the Chicago way, which you must know. What is that quote? Uh, well, uh, he brings a knife. You bring a gun. You bring a knife. Puts one in the hospital. Just isn't that just like a Deco? Bringing a knife to a gunfight. Isn't that just like a wop? Brings a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> and then he walks out the back door and gets no. blown away. It's a Chicago one. No, so you one did, that, yeah, the one where he says Chicago. The, the one where he says, he says, here's how you, here's how you get Capone. Is he, he puts one, he puts one of you, put, put, we all men in the hospital, you put one of his in the morgue. That's how you get to Capone. That one? Yes. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. So that one, that, so it came in. Um, he brings a knife, you bring a gun, he, he puts one of yours in the hospital, you put one of his in the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And the whole audience like knew that he was there and laughed and laughed and it was a big moment. So after the show was over at the stage door, a lot of times when there were famous people would come, they'd come to the back to say hello to the cast members. And uh, he was there and he had um, one of our uh, stage managers with him. And I, I said, Alan, this is, uh, I believe he was a sir then, yeah. Sir Sean Connery. And he was there with his wife, Coco, I believe is her name. Um, and I said, it's a pleasure to meet you. And he said, do you know, uh, this is the actor who did uh, the quote uh, from The Untouchables. And he goes, oh, I know who he is. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was a little bit too good. And he took that finger. Good God, man. It's a, that was a meaty link. And he just did like a lot of like a very strong steel-like bone in there. It was a little bit too good. And he hit my chest with it. And in a, in a way that was meant to let me know he didn't like it. And I said, well, thank you very much. It is very nice to meet you as well, Coco. Good night. Good night. And I left. God bless it. And then was told later he hates it when people do impressions of him. Yeah. <clears throat> not, not a big fan. Um, Did you meet him? Did you ever do his voice? Like The closest I ever got, um, I'm, I'm friends with Jason Connery, his son. And uh, he was at my voiceover agency one time. We always, we, he would come in and, you know, you just, it's like, who's going to do it in front of Jason? Because Jason could do his dad. And, and it's just, you just sit there and go, uh, and somebody would say, uh, you going home after this? I go, yes. And we do these <laughs> subtle little things like, but and just like waiting to, and he's just be reading or waiting for him to see if he would recognize you were doing it. And, 
we 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 I did it eventually one time before, but I used to say, wouldn't it be interesting? Like, and we used to have fun with this. Wouldn't it be interesting if if he had that iconic voice and that charisma, but he had never made it, and he was there with a bunch of us schlebs waiting for to do copy, <laughs> sitting there coming in, you know, just walking into the synagogue. Afternoon, gentlemen. Just read a, for a, a part of the uh, waiter in the new Cheetah Girls movie, Fingers Crossed. And so it was Connery had he never made it. We'd come in and like, and the people, I'd walk in like, to, this is back when we used to audition at the agency because there was, you didn't have mics oh. at home. So you'd walk in right. there like, Mr. Connery, you've been working? He goes, yes, boys, just booked a Toyota spot. I'll be, uh, I'm the one in the red Camry. Is that it? Is it Camry? That's right, a Camry. Very nice car. Love to get one if I could afford it. You know, just, <laughs> I just, but he just put the whole thing like there he would be, you know, in 67-year-old Sean Connery going, oh, yes. Oh, that Nickelodeon. Great roles over there. <laughs> elastic, elastic so, pants. Yeah. Velcro shoes. Yeah. Just <laughs> no style at all. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just he's like, I, I don't know why people bother with laces. These slip-ons are fantastic. No, but uh, it's terrible. So no, I never had the pleasure to do that. Um, but that was that. That's. I worked on Doom Patrol, and I worked with a different James Bond. Uh, Timothy Dalton, right? Yeah, yeah, I worked with Timothy Dalton on uh, on Doom Patrol. He's my that's 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 my 007. That guy's a badass. Is that he cool? Is great. Yeah, he can just Shakespeare, Shakespearean actor. He can just go on and on about Shakespeare. Like he talked about theater all the time, and he's he. We used to rehearse the scenes before we would do them, like you never do that on the set, where you know usually people are like snacking, snacking and just looking at their phones until right before action, and then because everybody's being cool or something. I mean, it's weird how that usually happens. Um, but we'd be in the holding area going through the scene. What about this? What about try this? What about try this? Like, oh, that, nice. I, th that was what was great about that job is just working with him because I'll tell character you, always had, it was with him. My favorite Timothy Dalton, if we're going to do this, uh -huh. um, uh, Hot Fuzz, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, he, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. He's the, yeah. Uh, is he the mayor or he's running the crazy? He is. Yeah, he's like a mayor. He's he's fantastic. He's just it, it was this absurdity and this comedy, and he just played it straight, and he was so charming and just, oh my god, he was great in that. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's in his sixties now, and I said to Carissa, my wife, I was like, he's he's still a good looking guy. She without there was no it was like there was no space between me finishing my sentence, and she goes, oh yeah, he is, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Take it easy. It's like, hey, yeah, hey. he's good looking. Yeah. <laughs> take, take it easy. Take yeah. it easy. We're going to be seeing him. Yeah. We're going Way better out than you. Him a lot. Way better than you. <laughs> Probably just finish watching. In fact, why don't I'm, you stay I'm home? I'll go alone. Wait, stop talking. It's my birthday. I don't care. <laughs> I'd leave. I, <laughs> you never want your wife to just, it, you know, it's like watching something on TV. And she goes, oh, that's a good looking man. Why would you just throw that out in the middle? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. What don't you agree? I'm like, yeah, but you know, I didn't say that. And why did you have to take your pants off when you did that? She said, That's a good-looking man. I'm like, what is happening? Wow, our kids are wow. here. <sighs> Things get. Bet dark. you're looking forward to them getting out. Wait, don't. They must. They must be out by now. Almost. 
No, 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 not with COVID. Everybody's there. Just we're locked down. Oh. Yeah, Coop's Coop's in um, doing college online, and the other one's finishing up oh, senior wow. year. Gonna look looking well, to go to. That sucks for him, man. He's like on a rocket. Yeah, but you know Damn. they don't go anywhere anyway. These kids, they're like, hey, everything's free. We live here free. Can't get a job. COVID. Sorry. It's like Might you can get a job. Video games. <laughs> yep. Let's go, let's go play video games till three in the morning. Wake up at the crack of one in the afternoon. Do you ever do Oculus on your show? Oculus stuff? Is that a game or that's not retro at all? That's the opposite of retro. We do VR. No, we do VR. It's yeah. VR. Yeah, we do VR. Yeah. We just we just got an Oculus. It's the one thing up here that I uh, don't have, which is is a uh, gamer gaming box because I wanted to write something instead of during the COVID lockdowns, like if I get a, if I get a Xbox, I'm done. So I need to, and I wrote a script. You did? Don't tell PJ. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a script, but, but who's making it? No one's making it. All right. Um, buddy, love Oops. you. Uh, love you too, man. Good to see you in your gray area. No, no, is there, is what? there a post, is there a post color correction that happens over there that I'm not familiar with? Yes. Because I, I look like I'm in the, I'm, I'm off to see the wizard and you're still stuck with Annie M back in wherever there, Kansas, yeah, wherever she's from. Ah, every little dog too. What was that? What was yeah. That? Mr. Gale, Mr. Gale. You are this, you are the same color as the wall behind you. Thank you. <laughs> it's the only way to get my teeth to look white. They color correct it. So I look like Chuck Woolery. Hey, we'll be back in two and two. That's great. <laughs> uh, oh, Alan has dog eyes. Alan doesn't see Alan just, Alan just sees shapes. Alan doesn't see color. <laughs> but I've got those big meaty turds so that coyotes stay away. Those, just put them out by the fence. I get, I've just lined the fence. <laughs> That's what you do pretty much. No. Yep. What? What? It's true. Drew, you've been Where shitting in buckets logs for years. Where did Lincoln Logs come from? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Logs, yeah. That's what, you know where Lincoln Logs, I think, like, actually came from? I think it was deer poop that kids on the frontier found and went, you know, they connect. At some point, <laughs> your poop is round. I know, but so you, you know, got to learn this stuff. You're going to go to Texas. You got to. Well, I just I, well, Texas has as uh, no state taxes. And that's what you know. One thing that we get in California, we get some meaty state taxes. Yeah, that's changing. I mean, it's going to be worse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't think you want. I don't think you want to move to Vancouver. The taxes here. Although you get a free healthcare system with it, so that it goes. Yeah, but I don't you get, get sick. For your money. <laughs> I don't get sick. <clears throat> you don't. You're gray. You're the color gray, right? Right. Now. Good catching up. Give me a call if you're ever back in crazy, cra this crazy country. You know where you're. You if can. If I leave, I'm afraid they won't let me back in, so I'm here. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank hey, you. you know what? I uh, and, and come come tomorrow. <laughs> Could be this exodus. Canada's like we're building a wall. It's the greatest wall. <laughs> Come up to Vancouver. Uh, it'll be over fast, but it's going to be bad for a long time because where do where do forty percent of the country who are still? I mean, it's a grievance. Fucking, that's all they are is angry about. They feel like victims. Losing won't make them feel less like victims. They'll feel more. It's going like to be victims. I just, just hope it's clear and guns. clear cut. That's all. <clears throat> just because I just, I just want people to be. It'd be nice to be people to be cordial again. Yeah. Uh, if if that's possible. I don't know. Right. Social media. Oh, there's some of Go. Love you. Say hi to Carissa. We'll talk soon. Love you too. See you, See buddy. you guys. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.
Hey, it's time for Retro Feud. Uh, that's what I've decided that we call this now. Doesn't matter. I might change next week because I forgot. Uh, with us today, dear, dear members, longtime members, Michelle Holstein out of West yes. Virginia. Right. West Virginia. And the lovely and talented Melanie Steiner, longtime replayer. How are you, Melanie? Good. Thank Good? You. Okay, guys, what we do is we got to pick who goes first. So I'm thinking of a number between, and whoever's closest gets it, um, between 1 and 20. M Michelle, give me a number. 10. Melanie. 7. The number is 14, so uh, you can go first. Or no, you get to pick. That's right. The winner gets to pick. We make the rules up every week as we go, so don't worry about it. So <laughs> would you like to go first or second? Second. Okay. Oh, ooh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Melanie, you will be going for it. Melanie, by the way, you win the award for the most colorful, brightest background of, I mean, even, I mean, we're clearly in a rainstorm here. Cause it's great. Um, <laughs> color no, it's, I know it's color and post. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Okay. It's a running joke in the episode. Yeah. Yes. Running joke. Okay. So you got, we're going to have five questions. Uh, there's a time limit that we don't enforce. So. <laughs> There's no time limit, basically. And, you know, I just read the first question, and you should be ashamed of yourselves writing questions like this. I don't write the questions. But this is, um, I'm going to give you extra time on this I'm not sure I believe one. you. Uh, no, trust me. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Melanie, are you ready? Uh, I think so. <laughs> okay. Set the clock at 27 minutes. Here's your first question. When you enter a bathroom after Drew has been in there... What color do you really hope not to see in the bowl? Brown. Disgusting. <laughs> We're going to have a talk in the writer's room. Number two. Name a word you might use to describe a dog that you could also use to describe your partner. Scary. Scary. Okay. Next question. Name something you would find in Uncle Sal's wallet. Again. Ah, that's a good question. A good answer. I like that one. Next question, name a behavior a dog would get away with that Drew should never get away with, but sometimes does. Sleeping. Sleeping. And finally, name something appealing about working from home. Something appealing about working from home. Not having to see other people. I like that one a lot. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. There's the virtual bell going off. Great round. Okay, we're going to round up. So, first question you said, uh, and uh, Pagan, are you on the uh, calculator for me? I am. Okay, because everybody you. knows, terrible at math. Uh, uh, when you enter bathroom after Drew has been in there, what color do you really hope not to see in the toilet bowl? You said brown. Number one answer, 61 points. I would have gone with clear. Um, not sure that's a color, but that was scare me because it means he did it somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> name a word you might use to describe a dog that you could also use to describe your partner. You said scary. Clearly, somebody who likes to live life on the edge. Uh, I'd like my dog to be scary and my partner and friends as well. Um, four points. Four points for scary. Um, loyal was number one, followed closely by playful and hairy. I don't know about that. 17 people liked Harry. They want their partner Harry. 
Uh, name something you would find in Uncle Sal's wallet. Of course, the number one answer was a photo of your beautiful mother. Um, number two, though, money. Yes, 29 points. Big one. Love it. Name a behavior a dog would get away with that Drew shouldn't get away with, but sometimes does. Uh, you said sleeping. Sleeping, two. Sorry, the number one answer, of course, public pooping. Uh, Drew is, he's known for that. He's not allowed at any outdoor malls anymore, matter of fact. And finally, name something appealing about working from home. Number one answer, no clothes or dress code, of course. Uh, but you said avoiding co-workers. I'm going to give you 14 points because it also says seeing family. So, and you said others. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting those two together. 14 points. 14 points. Brings her to a grand total of? 110. 110, Michelle. You're up against it. 110 is a good score. Anytime you get over... Your triple digits, Melanie. Well done. Uh, One hundred and ten points. Gonna be uh, gonna be difficult, especially I'm with ready. this one's kind of. I mean, this is gonna be <laughs> tough for you to answer, but this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one for her, pretty much. <laughs> just from uh -oh. where she's from. You just. By the way, you wouldn't have got this question had you decided to go first. So good, Ooh. good on you. Ready? Here we go. Set the clock at three days. Tell me something for which Kentucky is famous. Creating the toothbrush, because if it was created anywhere else, it'd be called the teeth brush. Is that? that you know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, just a toothbrush. fighting words is what that is. <laughs> it's just a great answer. Um, name something you'd hate to find swimming around in your bathtub. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> name a reason a person might be running. Drew is chasing them. <laughs> name something you might put in your bed before you go to sleep she says drew name something drew. you might put in your bed before you go to sleep to keep you warm at night <laughs> drew's beard finally name a plant people might grow themselves in their garden drew If I told you this was for money, if this was like for a lot of money, Melanie, I think things are looking oh. really good for you right now. <laughs> I'm just going out on a limb because there's a bit of a Drew fetish going on around here that's making, um, making me just a little sweaty. Tell me something for which Kentucky is famous. Number one answer, of course, the Kentucky Derby horse racing, followed by oh, a chicken yeah. and bourbon uh, and Drew which the only time you didn't say Drew, you could have got points. You said a teeth brush a t for the tooth. So uh, that, 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 does, that gets a zero, um, but it gets 50 points in my heart, but still for the game, I, they, no. Of all the people we surveyed, name something you- Your heart's you, really all that I'm after. No, so. name, name something you'd hate to find swimming around in your bathtub. You said- well, Drew and Richard McGonagall got the same amount of answers. That's three points. Um, but the number one answer was a rat or a mouse, uh, followed by a snake. So, <laughs> Going well. So three points. Uh, name a reason a person might be running. You said to get away from Drew. Uh, 
get away from Richard McGonagall would have got you 18 points. Uh, a lot of people. Um, exercise. I mean, Drew could be a form of exercise. I'm going to give you 36 <laughs> points for that one. <laughs> and I only say that because you're not going to do too well on the next two. <laughs> Um, name something you might put in your bed before you go to sleep to keep you warm at night. You said, Dr wait a minute. Number two answer was another person. But Drew is not really a person, is he now? Uh, and you said the hair on Drew. So maybe we'll give you six because somebody said dog and cat. So that, oh, perfect. that will equal. Right, so we'll, we'll give you six. I think. Thanks. Um, although Drew, right, you know what? I'm actually going to give you 14 points because somebody, 14 people said pajamas and you could wear Drew as pajamas because it would keep you warm. If you're so, weird. 14 points. You get 14 <laughs> points. Uh, however, on this one, I don't think we... Um, name a plant people might grow themselves. Uh, tomatoes, number one answer. Uh, my dad used to grow those in our yard. Flowers, roses, apples, uh, zucchini. We would have even accepted grass or weed, mar marijuana. Uh, you said Drew. Kind of like a chia pet, maybe. You know. All he needs is watered with soup. You know. Drew, Drew could actually. Get, get. <laughs> Melanie, congratulations! <laughs> you are our big winner today on Retro Feud. Michelle, uh, you win the award for the most Drew responses in a game and clearly some of the most creative one. I do like the, the, the toothbrush. Get that toothbrush going. Uh, but Melanie's the big winner uh, of the Retro Feud here for November 12th. Uh, it has been a blast. Uh, again, we don't have anything. <laughs> but we're, we're working that out. You win... Nothing. Do you know what we should? Yes, you win. You win our love and ad, ad adulity, our adulation. Mm. That's a, that's a word. word. Well, that's that's word. rude. It's an SAT word. <laughs> oh, that nobody delivers anything in West Virginia anyway. If we could send you anything, they're too afraid. Accurate. They just leave it at the Kentucky border and go. Just, they'll figure it out. <laughs> that's you accurate. and I, you and I are going to have a lot of fun with this West Virginia thing over these years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, fine with that. Guys, love you guys so much. Thank you for being such a big part of the show. Um, we, we, you know what? At some point, we're going to go back through the winners and Michelle. <laughs> Thank and you. And send them that because she wins for creativity. Melanie put her her, her noodle to work. Mm -hmm. She just she just tickled that Drew button all day. It's like, well, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now that I know there's a Drew button, boy, there's some more fun to be had. Uh, yeah. You know, the funny thing is I just I, I kind of just want to find out what you'd say on the other question. Drew, I want to see how many points. I'm going to go back and see how many points she would have got if she had gotten the first four with all Drew answers. Might have been good. Might have been good. Yeah, like what, what color? If you add the two up, it could win. When you enter a bathroom, Drew's been in there. What color do you hope that Drew, the color of Drew, mm. would be brown? Yeah. Ish. Ish. <laughs> Depending on the day. All right, guys. Thank you again. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time on Retro Feud or whatever we Thank decide to you call it. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, it's time for our photos on the bar. Uh, today, uh, first, Patty Quinn. Uh, next to Patty the Naughty Bandicoot. That's Alexis with some very electrifying eye makeup. And Cassie Enscar. Photos on the bar. Thank you for having them out there. Uh, also, it's time for the member shout-out. So, at our get good level, you know, get good, the Aussie kind of show there, uh, Ricky Starton. Uh, it's Amelia Brown, Amelia B. Whirlwind Lou X Lovin' JB. Lucy. Lu Lucy or Lucy? Lucy. Uh, I just like saying that. Whirlwind Lou X Lovin' JB. X Lovin' Job? I don't know. And Wazoo Slump, Ryan G at the get good level. And then Drew's uh, Filthy Soup level. Uh, I added the filthy. It's not necessarily filthy, but I see it that way. Deadly Sin Melo Meliodas. Uh, that's Bradley. Uh, Caleb Stockstill and Clint Cochran. Uh, thank you so much for being members of Drew Soup. And finally, at the oh, dead beast, you know what it is. Josh Neff, Akeem L, which Ak three three M. He's my man. Uh, the Red Namey, Naomi R, and best auntie ever, or best auntie ever, as we used to say in Massachusetts. Uh, they are Altered Beast, uh, and those are all our members uh, for this week. And here's your shout-out. Ah! I'm going to need some water. See you next week, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Alan Tudyk. Thanks to Drew. Thanks for all the topics and tangents. And remember, Astro Boy, all the cheat codes, all day long. Just little boy killing everything, touching. Oh my God, too much fun. Drew. <laughs> the Drew brush. A, a, a tooth Drew. Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harzma, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by me, Stephanie Judge, and mixed by Paul Bach. This show is listener-supported, so if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one of four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Stephanie Judge. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. There's the water on this planet. What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. 
podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew?